Hi, this is Shanda Kay, and you're listening to Chasing Dreams with Amy J. Welcome to Chasing Dreams Podcast with Amy J. Amy believes that realizing a life without regrets is achieved by taking chances, chasing your dreams, making moves, and overcoming your doubts. The Chasing Dreams Podcast will help you overcome life's obstacles, believe in your potential, and inspire you to face your fears. And now here's the woman who is passionately pursuing her dreams, Amy J. Dream Chasers, this is Amy J, and thank you so much for tuning in to episode 160 of Chasing Dreams. But first, this episode is sponsored by our Patreon campaign supporters. Thanks to all of you for not just your monetary support, but for also believing in my mission to help inspire, empower, and equip people to chase their dreams. Your help makes it possible for me to continue that work. For more information on our Patreon campaign, and or if you'd like to donate, a dollar a month to help keep the show going? You can learn more at amyj21.com slash Patreon. That's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Thanks again. Guys, today's episode is a special one. Today is the three-year anniversary of Chasing Dreams. Well, okay, so technically it was September 21st, but this is the first episode since that date. And so therefore, this is the anniversary episode. And I am excited to bring you a special guest. Now, we've been doing this for three years, 160 episodes. And honestly, all throughout, and I've said it before, you know, we don't we don't do this for the numbers. I mean, I'm amazed constantly when people come up and say, hey, great episode. And my reaction is always like, thank you so much. But on the inside, my reaction is, OMG, you actually listen to it? And then they'll say something about the episode itself. And then my my reaction is on the inside again. OMG, you actually did listen to it. It wasn't just a kindness that you were saying. And, you know, we often have those moments, right? I mean, this is why it's so important for people to give feedback. I'm not fishing for compliments or anything like that. But I'm saying if you ever enjoyed a creative's work, please take the time to let them know because you will not understand fully until you you have it happen to you. You will not understand fully the impact those kind words and constructive criticism will do for them. I mean, I'm, I'm boosted. I'm boosted every time somebody says, hey, thank you so much for your podcast episode. Thank you so much for doing Chasing Dreams. I, I do it because I love it. I do it because I love having conversations with my fellow dream chasers. I love knowing that this could impact someone who may be listening. And I say could because you never know, right? I mean, we've had great episodes. We've had good episodes. We've had episodes that, um, you know, personally, probably mine, that, that some of you may not relate to. It happens. We all have those varying episode lengths, but you don't stop because of any one episode. You don't stop when you hit the greatest episode because you can always do better. You don't stop when you have the worst episode because again, you could always do better. You just continue and continue until, you know, it feels right for you to stop. And until then, 
you keep doing it. And so that is what I'm doing. I'm just going to keep on going until I can't go any longer or something else comes up and says, hey, it's probably better if we do it this way because it's better to do it this way. But until then, we're going to keep trucking with our Chasing Dream episodes. And, you know, we've had some fun ones, guys. I have just had so much fun, especially in the last year, having the conversations I've had, talking to the Dream Chasers I've had, um, you know, the different episodes we've done, solo episodes. And thank you so much for the feedback about those. I, I do hear that people have gotten value from it. Means a lot to me. I will try and work in some more solo episodes upcoming. And, you know, August, I took some time off. And then, you know, some of you are probably like, why did you do that again? We didn't really see anything come out of it. And the reason is, is one, my dad had surgery. Uh, he's doing great now. But I wanted to make sure I had time to help my mom in his recovery. You know, take them to the doctors, do this, do that, whatever needed to be done, help around the house. And so, you know, family first in all things. And so I needed time for that. Additionally, I'm working on a book. It's not the initial book I had in mind because, you know, my brain is full of ideas. But the book I have in mind now that is going to come out um, is about the past three years. It is going to reflect those past three years. And I have a goal. I have a deadline. I'm not going to mention it. It's still in the works. I have a team that's that's helping me kind of put it together. So we'll see. I'll let you know, of course, as soon as we get closer to the date when it comes out. And so that's what I've been working on. And so trying to find more ways to help you, the dream chaser, chase your dreams. And so, you know, the mission, as I said in the sponsorship portion was and is to inspire, empower, and equip people to chase their dreams. And so I'm trying to find more ways to do that, not just through the podcast, because that's one way, but through other ways as well. And so that's what we're doing. But for today's episode, it's interesting. Um, before I go further, I do want to shout out Jay Barshop. Thank you so much for your kind review on iTunes. I It really means a lot. What he said was, or she, because I'm not sure, um, Amy and her guests provide some incredibly actionable and compelling content on how to live your life with more intention and meaning. Highly recommend listening and subscribing to Chasing Dreams if you want the knowledge and mindsets to become the very best version of yourself and reach your overall goals as a result. Thank you, Jay Barshop. Can I call you Jay? Thank you so much for that. Uh, it means the world to me when we get that kind of stuff. Guys, if you are so compelled and you are moved like Jay, to leave a review, please do. We'll shout it out on the podcast. Uh, mostly I see iTunes, but if you're leaving it on Google Play or Stitcher or iHeartRadio or something, I'll find it. But I appreciate it, okay? It means the world to me that you do that, that you take the time. Thank you, okay? Today's episode, and probably what you guys are waiting for, is a little bit different in, in the sense of how I found this Dream Chaser. Shanda is someone who came to me, and we talk a little bit about in the interview itself, but Shanda um, is someone who gave me feedback. And I was so blown away by it that I was empowered to continue doing Chasing Dreams for another 50 years, guys. I mean, I was moved. 
I was moved and I, I was so moved that I wanted to have her on the show. And so Shanda Kay is a new friend. And she says, when you're a kid, people often ask, what do you want to be when you grow up? Her answer was always, I'd love to be an artist. Shanda never considered the fact that she was already one. Somewhere along the lines, she lost sight of that. But today, she has refound her passion and is back to creating artwork that inspires the viewer to live life to the fullest. She is a fan of the podcast, and I thought it'd be great to have her on as we celebrate three years of Chasing Dreams this week. Here's Shanda Kay. Hey, Shanda, how are you? Welcome to the show. I am pretty good. How are you? You know, it is a beautiful, rainy morning. Oh, it's, you know, I forget that we don't live in the same area. It's actually clear. and It's cold, though. It's the fall weather. It is. It is officially fall. And thank you so much. Yeah. It, so it's like um, it's after the fall equinox that we're recording this. Did you know that you can balance an egg on end, a raw egg during the equinox in the spring and in the fall? No way. <laughs> but is it only on the is it only on that day? It's during like the week surrounding the first day of fall, the first day of autumn. It has something to do with the gravitational pull or something, but yeah, you can Hey guys, when, when my, you... my birthday is the first day of spring, so I always like would remember that and I'd bring an egg to school and oh, I'd awe everybody. Is it a party trick? Yeah. Stay on the counter all week long. <laughs> guys, when you listen to this episode, it will be a week around the equinox. You should try it. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And, and, and let us know. You can find all of uh, Shanda's uh, socials and my socials on the show notes page. Um, and let us know if it worked. I'm very curious. I'm going to try it myself, but I'm wondering how many people we can get to do this. So a raw egg you can balance on the ends. Um, and yep. Huh. And it doesn't matter which if which end it is. Try I, mean, I usually pick, I pick the fat end usually, but yeah. <laughs> so Shanda... We came into touch with one another when you said something that got me emotional. And it was around the 150th episode of the show. And we are in the same uh, podcasting group. And you had written, and then you also wrote in our iTunes reviews, which thank you for doing that. And it was like, do you mind if I share it with everyone? Sure. Okay. So, guys. This is a review for the podcast, which you guys can also leave a review if you like on iTunes or another um, podcasting platform, if you like an honest review. Um, Shanna wrote, you know, I'm going to summarize because you could read it. But basically, um, 150 episodes. Way to go, Amy. Your show is one of the reasons I started mine. I listened to many of the 150 while doing while at my day job, doing work that is far from my dream. And. One of my guests, one, something your guest said made me cry uncontrollably at work, and I had to leave early to deal with what his words meant for my life. It was uh, Joe Wilner's episode, uh, episode 86, and he said something to the effect of, we get so caught up in our routines that we forget how to dream. And, you know, I was so caught up because I remember Joe's episode. It was a great episode. I remember when he said that. And what you had said was, a little less than a year after that Chasing Dreams episode, you are living in your purpose more than ever before. Thank you so much for doing your dream and for helping me believe that I can do mine. And by Sh Sh Shanda K, simply make it count podcast. And I, I was, I was taken aback 
because I know people listen, right? But it's it's of the fact that I really only believe that seven people listen, maybe my my family, <laughs> maybe my friends, and maybe because I've guilted them and maybe my mom's listening twice because I don't really look at the numbers. But to get your note, I was like, wow, that is amazing. And then, you know, when we were getting close to this three-year mark uh, for for Chasing Dreams, I was like, I would love to have you on the show. And I can't thank you enough for saying yes. Uh, I, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm glad that my words are, are meaningful to you. They are definitely honest. Podcasts have gotten me through a lot of rough days <laughs> at work and at home. I have kind of, I'm coming out of what I call a midlife crisis of mm-hmm. faith. So it's like two crises in one. Sure. Um, I have spent a lot of my life um, in a serving capacity. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I grew up Christian and, you know, it was all about you need to go on mission trips and serve here and there in the church and kind of do your duty or whatever. And, you know, and it's, I had good experiences and I know that I've helped a lot of people, but, um, you know, leading, leading crafts, for example, at a vacation Bible school setting, um, isn't the same to me as creating my own artwork and having it impact. Yeah. Others. And so I think I just, you know, as part of my, midlife crisis and crisis of faith it's like okay you know feeling like you know god has given me these talents i'm i'm a writer and an artist and you know even i remember all the way back to my childhood when i would just draw for the sake of drawing like <laughs> something moved me and i drew a i think i remember i drew a um painted with um these little uh, paint pot set um i took the paints and i think i had a toothpick or something and i drew a leopard and (laughs) paint i still have that you know and it's like i i think as i'm you know now i'm middle-aged and i look back on times where i could just create freely without um abandon i guess i don't know what the word is that i want but I, i i just miss that like i think i just think about um yeah, I'm not wording this right. But, but no, I, I think I get what you're saying. So when you were younger, you were more artistic or you yes. you were you showed your artistic ability a little bit more. And do you find do you know why you kind of stopped doing that before your midlife crisis? It was just routine. Like, well, I mean, you have to get a job and you have to pay the bills. And I grew up with that you know, real artists, you know, <laughs> before I, I know Jeff Goins wrote a book, I love it, um, called Real Artists Don't Starve, because, you know, I grew up in the starving artist mentality of, you know, it just, it doesn't make money. Um, and I remember thinking too, like, I didn't, I didn't go to college, I worked at the um, fast food restaurant, and so that I could afford to have a car and, you know, do my, you know, <laughs> when you start adulting already, when you're 16 years yeah. old. Um, and I went right in from there. I didn't go to college because I, I didn't like school. Um, very right brain creative thinker, but that book work stuff was just not for me. And I didn't know what I wanted to do. And it's like, I, everybody's like, why do you be an art teacher? And I thought, you know, I don't know if I want to make that be my 
what yeah, my career because I don't want to not like artwork anymore. Right. Like <laughs> if I if that's all I ever do, then am I going to get sick of it? And so I really I just went straight from working at the fast food restaurant to working at the post office, which is a good job. It's a you know, secure. I've got great benefits and great pay after I've, you know, I'll have be hitting 25 years here come November. And, you know, it's a, it's a quote unquote, thank you. <laughs> a good job. Um, but it is not fulfilling at all <laughs> uh, because it doesn't use any of my creative. Yeah. I can't imagine that arts and crafts are just your artistic abilities are able to manifest itself. No, <laughs> not at all. Uh, and I also have the a little bit of the gift of hospitality. Um, and so when Airbnb kind of started up, I was like, oh, I really would like to do something like that. And, you know, the neighborhood that I where I live, the township doesn't allow it. And so, you know, it just seemed like everything that I wanted to do, I can't like... <laughs> Was Not that hammered? I feel like I need permission, but yeah, it's like, it seemed like every time I tried to start something or, um, you know, just something resisted and <laughs> it's like, okay, how much do you try before you get, I, I give up easy, I guess. So. Can I ask you a question? Why were you listening to podcasts? Um, well, I didn't really know what podcasts were, um, for a lot of years, um, I actually, I was listening to a radio program, a Christian program, um, and the author, um, Carrie Oberbrunner, was on this. And so he was talking about his book, Day Job to Dream Job. Mm -hmm. um, and he has a podcast. And so that kind of started me listening a little bit and knowing, figuring out what a podcast even was. Um, but I really connected with him. Um, and I joined a mastermind for day job to dream job. Um, and so there were like 12 or 13 of us. And it was a year long. You know, we did a monthly um, conference call. And then, you know, for anybody that doesn't know what a mastermind is, but each month um, one of us was in the hot seat, they called it. And, you know, if we had questions or whatever about whatever our dream job or work was, then... It's like you, everybody chipped in and helped you with your thing. And then the next month, they'd move on to the next person. Um, but we, anyway, so yeah, back to your question that that kind of started me listening to podcasts. One of the guys in the group, he has a podcast. And so I was listening to his um, for a while. And, um, and I don't remember how I found yours. I, I usually like, I would, because I was like, during the depth of my midlife crisis mm -hmm. stuff, because um, I was already listening to podcasts. Actually, I and there's another one I found because um, I get really depressive thoughts and feelings and stuff. And so I was doing a lot of like internet searches, like why am I so depressed? And you know, so I searched things like that, and I came across this podcast, and I'm just not gonna get it right. Um, it's like the Mental Illness Happy Hour, yeah, or something like that. But it's like people call in and they write in and he has guests on his show. He actually, I think was a comedian. Um, and we know from recent news stories that comedians tend to get, um, deal with depression as well. Um, but anyways, there were a lot of people would call in and, you know, just stuff that I heard on that show where it's, you know, people would just be talking about issues that they had and, you know, specific things, you know, some, I, I can't even 
think of ex- examples really, but you know, even just like people, you know, on not to say that I am or ever was suicidal, but I did have times where like um, you had dark thoughts. I would feel like, okay, God, just take me now. Like, mm. if, or if you took me now, I would be okay with it. You know. Wow. Um, and so, you know, there were people on that podcast that were um, would talk about, you know, feeling like they wanted to die and stuff. And so, I really related to that. Um, but I also had to be careful, like, because <laughs> I think if I if I get in that mindset, then it's like I can kind of um, kind of spiral downward. And so sure. I, I would listen to it and just enough. And then I'm like, OK, I got to stop listening to this. <laughs> he is very positive and he, you know, definitely doesn't. Um, and, you know, he encourages that people get help when they need it and stuff. So it's just really good. Uh, anyways, back to me rambling on. Um back to finding you i don't even know how i found yours but it was probably through an internet search about chase chasing your dreams or something Mm -hmm. and um came upon yours so shanda how do you think you know it's interesting it sounds like you know with podcasting you listen to a few of them do you kind of remember how you came across chasing dreams um probably just through an internet search um i I like to learn and I like to grow as a person. And <laughs> I think because I was um, questioning what I should be, you know, if there's something besides working at the post office that I could be doing, um, I probably just did an internet search or a podcast search. Mm-hmm. You know, I had already been listening to podcasts a lot. Um, so it does sound like you were trying to get back to something that made you happy. Yes. Right. So even though, you're at a point where things are routine, things are rote, just same thing over and over and over again. You wanted to make a change. Oh, definitely. <laughs> and I wanted to, yeah, just to just to feel good and feel normal again. Um, you know, I think back on that day that um, the this specific episode of yours that. Um, got me all emotional um because i have you know i already didn't like my job (laughs) um but i had been working on the dock so i was out loading trucks and stuff and i had worked previously on uh, the machine that where i'm working now and it's like a conveyor belt system that sorts trays of letters Mm -hmm. and i but i had been on the dock and it's you know the Besides already not being fulfilled at work, a lot of people call in sick all the time and aren't there. And when they are there, they don't really work as hard as <laughs> sometimes it feels like I'm working harder than they all are. And um, and so besides that, you know, the dock is quite a physical job. You know, mm-hmm. I'm pushing around containers of equipment that weigh 200 to 500 pounds and, you know, empty. <laughs> um and so my body was really kind of taking a hit. And so I'm like, you know, I've worked on the this trace order before. I maybe I'll bid back inside um, and work on this machine. And when I got in there, it had been like eight or nine years since I'd been on that machine. And um, a lot had changed. Um, sure. There was, you know, different management. A lot of the holdouts just on the machine were different. There was a whole new crew. And it seemed like everything that I did was wrong like people were always correcting me and that doesn't go there and don't do that this way and you know and I'm single I don't have a family I don't have kids I don't know you know 
not that I'm complaining about it, but I, you know, work was kind of my family and, you know, I was kind of where I found my identity and it's like, okay, I'm already depressed about just life in general. And then this is all happening. And it's discouraging. I was, it's, it was very discouraging. And um, so I was primed by the time I heard the, you forgot how to dream part. <laughs> I was like, just the waterworks. And I was just, I could not compose myself. Usually, you know, you, we girls go off to the bathroom and you can kind of like just cry for about five minutes and you're done and you can, you know, go back out and go back to work. But I could not turn it off. I'm like, I have to do something. I, I can't, I can't stay where I am. <laughs> Um, so what did I do? I decided to hire a business coach. <laughs> and there's no, there's nothing wrong with that. But what I love is that regardless of time that you've spent, right, instead of saying this has been a waste, you were like, I'm going to do something about it. Right. And, you because know, not doing something about it was making me feel. Yeah. How I was. You know? It's like, Yeah. And, and you did something about it. you hired a coach. Um, you're still doing things about it. And so between that episode and now, I think it's been a year. Has it been about a year? It's been about a year, right? Yeah. Something like that. And so do you feel different since that episode today versus when you had that emotional moment? I really do. Um, you know, as I said, I, I, you know, once I found out about the Airbnb thing, I'm like, oh, I could do something like that. Um, I now have actually two roommates, which is crazy to me because I love being alone. And, <laughs> um, but I have kind of a big house and I had extra rooms and they each for different reasons found themselves in a situation in life where they needed a place to be. And I was available to say, hey, you know, <laughs> I've got room, come on over. Um, and so, um, and that makes me feel good, you know, just as a, you know, just because I'm using my gift of hospitality. Sure. Um, and then I'm also back to, you know, I've, I've kind of dropped out of serving in the church capacity, mm -hmm. I guess, if you will. Um, I, a big thing for me was always singing in the choir. Um, but that's a huge time commitment and, um, it's not paid, so <laughs> not that it's all about money, but um, anyway, so I kind of dropped out of the choir, and I just kind of decided that I'm just going to kind of feel, you know, feel what I need to feel and do what I feel like I need to do. Um, I'm very creative, very much a creative thinker. I love, I write in different things um i've messed around with screenwriting a little bit i've mm -hmm. written poetry um i wrote a like a spoken word um poem um i fiddled around with writing zines <laughs> which <laughs> i did zine fest grand rapids zine fest oh very cool um so yeah i've kind of been doing just just kind of seeing you know getting back to that how i felt when i was a kid when i just tried things right. and one thing, right? So for anybody who doesn't know, a zine is like an electronic magazine? Uh, it's uh, like a handwritten, actually. It's kind of old-fashioned. You do it on paper and you make photocopies. And um, yeah, I just, <laughs> I think I had a couple couple puzzle books. And then I wrote, oh, I wrote the story of Methane Girl. Um, my life as a, as a young girl who had struggled with having gas. <laughs> my dad would call me <laughs> Methane Girl. <laughs> You were talking about, um, I don't know if we mentioned it in this version, but 
you you had used a business coach. Was this, can you talk a little bit about that? Uh, yeah, actually, um, his name is Ellery Wells. Um, I had been listening to his podcast and I actually found his because of my friend, Carrie Oberbrunner, who has a podcast. I was wanting to hear about, hear from Carrie through, you know, him being a guest instead of being so anyways, but this Ellery Wells, he's written a book called Exit Strategy. And I'm like, oh, that's what I want to do. I want to, I'm, I'm working on my exit strategy to get out of the post office. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so I did the coaching with him for a little while. Um, and he had me kind of going on the route of uh, doing like actually opening a bed and breakfast um, and so I was getting my house ready to sell and, um, oh, but you had found out your, your area is not zoned for that. Right. So I had, if I wanted to do that, I'd have to say, you know, and the market was housing market was getting better and for sellers. And <laughs> so I'm like, Hey, I, I might be able to pull this off. And I wanted to get some land with, a, I've always wanted land with a stream and, um, I was going to. Yeah, kind of go that route. But while I was in the process of going through my stuff, you know, I was, I've got a lot of stuff because I have a big house. Um, And just the whole time, like I got a storage unit. And so I'm like, I had the garage sale and I'm putting stuff in storage. And just the whole time, just this in the back of my mind, I'm just like, this doesn't feel right. But I had hired him. I paid a lot of money to have him. And (laughs) so I just kept doing the steps because, you know, the coach, is, you know, usually the one that knows better and knows um, more what you should be doing. And they're mm-hmm. there to kind of guide you. And I had, you know, come to him and told him this was something that I really wanted to do. And so it's understandable. But just like I said, just the whole time, I'm like, okay, am I really doing this? Like, and it wasn't like the cold feet thing, like, oh, this is risky. And, you know, it wasn't that at all, because I'm not afraid to take a risk. It was just, it just didn't feel right. Well, I went to a couple conferences uh, last summer on the uh, Igniting Souls conference and um, uh, one with every day of Saturday um, down in Atlanta. And I kept hearing just in the back of my mind, you know, because these are like business startup kind of sure. conferences. And I kept hearing like, you don't really have a business, you know, like, I don't know if you've heard this where they um, kind of a quote about like, it's instead of working on your business, you need to work in your business. Um, and whatever my business would be would be to be creating things and so I just it just had this steady thought like from traveling to from Ohio and going down to Atlanta it's just like just just make stuff just make stuff just make stuff <laughs> that just was in my head sure and so that's what I'm doing now I'm just making stuff and then <laughs> you know, where it takes me what's interesting is that that, that makes sense right because from what you were talking about earlier of your childhood and how you enjoyed arts and crafts and creating, you know, it just seems to fit more with what aligned with your happiness. And But what I love in particular is, you know, sometimes it takes us a while to figure out what we want to do, especially when we're kind of starting over in a midlife kind of point. And experiences are how we figure that out, where we like it. Um doesn't mean you have to spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to figure it out. Hopefully you don't, 
but you know, that you listened to your voice at a certain point and said, you know, maybe not business yet, but creating that's where your heart is and you're doing it today. In fact, you, you have, um, you've entered as an artist in the art prize. Yes, that is a big, it happens to be right here in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I'm lucky to live in a town where art is um, uh, promoted and accepted and encouraged, I guess is the word I want. But they started a this art prize, uh, which is an international art competition, and it involves um, what they call it connecting so it's like you have i don't know we have like 1500 artists usually each year um and then you connect with a venue and so it's just businesses within the city limits that open up their doors to um to house our art work <laughs> and then you have to be actually in within the city limits to vote um you like to register to vote and then you can vote and then there's cash prizes and <laughs> it's just kind of cool um i you know not to say that i entered to you know thinking i'm not gonna win but i kind of entered thinking i'm not gonna win <laughs> but my when my desire with whatever i create is that i encourage and inspire people um to live a full and refreshing life um that's kind of my little <laughs> through all this day job to dream job and all this business stuff that's kind of my purpose statement that i've come up with um because that's what i tend to do like when i'm not really trying i hear often that i have encouraged someone or that i haven't inspired them um and so this actually this one piece that i have in it's just a little on a 12 inch square canvas um it's a picture actually of my a painting of my cat's eye <laughs> um, and I've painted it with um, kind of the colors of the rainbow mm -hmm. um, and it's called focus and I know you I'm gonna um, I'm gonna answer your question before you ask it but you usually say um, near the end to <laughs> tell give give people uh, something that they can the action statement. How do you say it? Yeah, what do you... <laughs> yeah, ask me the question. Ask it. I, I will ask the question. Hold on. Ready? Yep. So, Shanda, what is one thing you would ask or tell another dream chaser to do today to chase their dreams? All right. I would say to focus. That is the name of my artwork for Art Prize this year. Um, because I think back to um, just before the episode that i listened to of yours mm -hmm. that made me cry um i had actually refinanced um my house and i had this goal of i'm gonna pay off my house like way early um i'm tired of having a mortgage and so that was kind of my dream and i don't know how i lost sight of that um but i did <laughs> and after this whole fiasco of i'm gonna you know, I hired the business coach. I thought I'm selling the house. I got the storage units. It's like I had my six months of emergency savings. And by the time it was all said and done, I was in debt like $5,000. Wow. And so it kind of starting over. And it, But instead of giving up that dream, I've decided to like, I'm focusing on accomplishing that. Um and so I actually, I, I did a little artist statement that goes with my 
um, pieces here, and it says, um, determined to be like the cat, focused and driven to achieve your goals, even in the dark, when you feel like you've lost the way, you're capable of more than you might believe. Um, and so, it's kind of cool, I did a little... Uh, uh, put a notebook, like a little table next to my artwork and mm -hmm. a uh, notebook. And I, and I say, you know, just there's a note by it that says um, that writing down your goals is a great start, you know, a great way to um, get on the path to achieving your goals. <laughs> so feel free to share, you know, start here by sharing some of your goals. And I've actually had, it's, we're only like four days into the, competition and if you don't mind i'd like to read a couple of the things that people have said these are people's dreams that they're putting in my notebook and they're encouraging me with theirs um but one says i want to be able to accept myself even with my disabilities i'm not done doing things yet um somebody else said i want to focus on finding a career i would really love and do well as i go through college um I want to find something I'm passionate about and pursue it. I want to be on Broadway. I want to become a vet. Um, so anyways, it's, it's exciting to me. And then somebody else said, love this. I'm like, here, I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging people and inspiring. Um, so anyways, but back to the thing, I lost focus, <laughs> focus on your goals. Um, I, I have always thought myself not to be a goal setter, um, but because I'm so focused and I want to pay off my house early, I've actually decided on an amount that I want to have paid in principle by the end of this year. So I have figured out with some little letters and numbers, I made that my password to my email. And you're on track? And I am, I'm kind of on track. I'm, I'm hitting a little bit. I just had a, my dental some dental work done and it ended up being like $800 more than I thought. And I'm like, Oh, am I ever going to make this? I'm like, Nope, I'm going to do it. <laughs> so, well, we talked about stay this focus. Don't, don't get off track by. And we talked about this off the off record, but you know, on the record, you're doing everything you can to meet that goal. Right. Are you? Yeah. I'm taking overtime shifts, which I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> but yep, if it's offered to me, I'm I'll say yes. If I don't have something else planned, so and that's because you want to hit this goal. I I want to I want to not I want to be debt free. I'm tired of making payments. That's <laughs> I have awesome. a great job, but where's all my money? You know. Yeah, no, I hear you. Congratulations, because that's you know one to have the goal to be working towards the goal to be in sight of the goal, all amazing things, and then the fact that you know regardless of all the time that has passed. You're taking steps. You're t you're doing the work that needs to be done to make your dream come true. And I love hearing that, Shanda. I love that this is working out for you. And I'm so happy you were able to come on the show and just talk about how not only has this this podcast impacted you, but how in the middle of everything, you decided to take a stand and make a change and chase your dreams. And I love it. And you are an inspiration to me. And Thank you for sharing your feedback on how this show impacted you, because it means a lot to me, honestly. Well, you're welcome, and thank you so much for doing this show. You probably still have no idea how much it has impacted me and helped me um, just to feel sane. <laughs> I don't 
there's other people out there that are that go through what I go through and that have hearts desires that they want to fulfill and so yeah thank you guys I am so happy you were able to meet Shanda she is doing amazing things in her life for herself and helping others do the same you guys should check out our podcast you can find the links to her podcast her artwork and everything we mentioned and learn more about Shanda on the show notes page over at amyj21.com slash episode 160. That's episode 160. And guys, until next time, be like Shanda and keep chasing. Thank you so much for listening to Chasing Dreams. Amy would love to connect with you and hear all about your pursuit of chasing your dreams. Connect with her on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram via at Chasing Dreams HQ. Or you can find Amy on Twitter at AmyJ21. That's A-I-M-E-E-J-2-1. Be sure to visit headquarters over at ChasingDreamsHQ.com for more inspiration, motivation, and resources to help with your own dream chase. We hope you'll join Amy next week. And until then, keep chasing. Keep chasing.